Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the FPL Addicts and Esports Live podcast. On the agenda today, we've got some corona problems at Wolves. We've got some uh, medical issues piling up at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. We've got our manager of the season candidates later up in the pod. But we've got to introduce our guest first, as usual. And we'll start with a man who I probably harshly dubbed the worst manager I've ever seen. Um, so I'm obviously not being paid to say this, but he's the best FPL manager I've ever come across. It's Jack Gillibrand from Esports Live. Jack, how are we? I'm very well, Ollie. How are you? I love that intro. So much better than last week. <laughs> yeah, you'll prefer the ego boost this week, I'm sure. Um, but I'm very well, thank you. Um, also, we've got the Tottenham fan himself. He'll be a bit worried about the injury issues, but hoping to get a win over West Ham. It's Matt, the FPL addicts guru. Matt, you keeping well? I'm well, thanks, Ollie. Uh, looking forward to the uh, the Premier League uh, restarting again this weekend in the Spurs v West Ham derby game. Should be a lot of fun. Now we've got the next person is my right-hand man in the commentary box. Describing him now as a bit of the Everton in the FPL world. He's uh, been mediocre for a few seasons and has had a good start and everyone thinks he's class. And he somehow nabbed himself a spot on the guest section, which we'll move on to later. It's, uh, it's the right-hand man in the commentary box. is Elliot Craig. Oh, mate. Oh, I was doing all right until that, mate. But yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. But yeah, thank you for the introduction. Kind as always. But yeah, I'm doing well. Thank you. Yeah, that's great to hear. Now, obviously, this is the last week, the klaxon. This alarm bell should be ringing for anyone who has not joined the league yet. This is the last chance you've got to do it. So to join in the fun, join in the FPL Addicts and Esports Live League, you use the code WNZJDI, WNZJDI. Deadline is the 23rd of October at midnight. So if you want to join the league, do it sooner rather than later. Now, Elliot, over to you, mate. The three biggest results in international break. Please explain what you what you thought. Thank you, Ollie. Despite the absence of Premier League football this week, we've been treated to a variety of international matches. My first game to take note from was Switzerland 3, Germany 3, a massive six-goal thriller which took place this morning. To Chelsea fans' delight, both of German new boys Timo Werner and Kai Havertz netted in this six-goal thriller. Both Antonio Rudiger and Fabian Schaar also started for their respective nations. However, Fabian Schaar was dismissed in the 94th minute for a second yellow, which led to a red card. On to my second game, Dominic Calvert-Lewin bagged a goal on his debut with Danny Ng, showing off his acrobatics with a close-range bicycle kick as well, with England's 3-0 win over Wales. Both of those players scoring on their first start in an England shirt, and Connor Cody also netted in his first uh, international goal for himself. On to my final game to take note from this week, and it's Brazil 5, Bolivia 0. Roberto Firmino, who hasn't managed to bag in the Premier League yet this season, got his first goals of the season, earning himself a brace. Goals from Felipe Coutinho and Marquinhos also secured a good win from Brazil. Then this morning against Peru, hat-trick from Magic Man Neymar and a goal from possible ones to watch this season, Richarlison, secured a 4-2 victory for Brazil. And a special shout-out to San Marino, who got their first ever away point this morning as well. And that is my top three talking points from the international break. So now we've come to the point of the podcast where we usually review last week's game week and see how we all got on. But since the absence of Premier League football, we won't be doing that. We'll be doing a little bit of a review from the last of the season. Elliot, since you're flying high, mate, we'll start with you. Second spot, you must be absolutely buzzing. Definitely didn't expect it when the season started. I was actually a bit, you know, not wasn't sure how the season was going to go. But yeah, I've got off to a, a decent start. So hopefully we can stay up there and stay in the top 10. But we'll just have to see how that goes. 
Never, never mind uh, Everton, mate. You're more like a, a Leicester City. We'll have, to see. we'll have to see. Surprising one for sure. Definitely knowing you for years, mate. But um, you, you, definitely your best season so far. Flying high in second Europe. Looking to catch the man on top spot there. Who um, Surely he needs to get on the podcast soon, you'd think. Taya Bang needs to get himself on the podcast. The uh, manager of that team needs to get himself involved. I think but, he's uh, one of our international managers. Yeah, so that's right. He's, he's based, in, uh, based in Indonesia, Andreas. Yeah, Andreas, nine goalman. So we probably maybe need to get him on. Uh, Matt in seventh. So you're also in the top 10. The only two of the managers here that are in the top 10. Seven mm. spot as a guru status. That's pretty decent, no? Yeah, look, I'm happy. Like I, I was you know, a couple of weeks ago around 30th and to climb up all the way to seventh within a game week. I'm, you know, really, really happy with that. So, you know, as you say, uh, I'm, aiming, I'm aiming for that top four come the end of the season, you know, hopefully, obviously top. So see where we're at around Christmas time for me, but steady start and I, I can't complain. Not at all now. Uh, Jack, I can't see you in that top half it's um i'm wondering how the weather is just scroll i'll bound to see himself as well i think, <laughs> I, think, I, think I, don't, I don't know why he's chatting boys i think when we're obviously we're chatting about the podcast we talk about the top 100 um i think you know we've got so many players who have entered the competition this year into our fpl so it's all about the top 100 if you make it in there you're obviously happy to be in there and you know you're making progress so i know you boys are at the top of the uh, of the 100 but I'm, I'm more towards the bottom of that you know we've got over 100 you know, 50 plays in there. So, you know, I'll take 98 for the moment, but it's a work in progress. You know, I've had a refreshed international break. Uh, a couple of plays have rested uh, and I'm ready I'm ready to go. And uh, like I said last week, boys, I'm coming for you. Isn't how, how Dave ahead of you? Quite, quite possibly. But he's, <laughs> he's in the top 100 as well. <laughs> no point hits this week, Jack. <laughs> You've had an absolute mare so far to start the season, but... Sure, yeah, you can fine. rebound. In terms we'll of myself, I'm currently inside the top 20. I'm 18th at the minute, which is probably a bit lower than where I'd like to be, to be honest. And I've had a couple of decent game weeks, a couple of poor ones, but hopefully I can break into that top 10 sooner rather than later. I can't have Elliot and Matt having it over me every single week. I've let them have their early season fun and uh, I'll be back soon. No doubt about that. Whatsoever. Do you think? Do you think there'll be? Um, obviously, we had Josh on the show last week. He hit 100 points. Do you think? Do we think there'll be any more Centurions going into this week? Do you think it'll be similar to? You know, obviously, we had that wild weekend with United and Liverpool results. Do you think it'll be similar this weekend? I don't see why not. I think it's been very. Who can score more goals this season? I don't think there's been too many clean sheets. It's goals flying in left, right, and centre. So I think. It's going to be a very interesting season by those standards. So let's get all the big midfielders and attackers in, the defenders, you know, keep it cheap this season. So it's going to be definitely going to be interesting, but I don't see why not. I think there's going to be a lot of high scoring point weeks myself. All right. Well, let's hope for the triple digits, huh? Definitely. I think there'll be a few more amongst us at least. Um, and speaking to one who might be able to get himself one or two before the end of the season, the guru himself is Matt. Take it away. All right, everyone. I'm going to start with my five form players. So I'm going to do a, a Spurs and Aston Villa double. So, you know, my team Tottenham flying with a 6-1 win at Old Trafford last time out this weekend at home to West Ham in a derby game. Um, and my 5-4 players, form players, I'm going to be looking at Son, Harry Kane, and then the, 
double up from Aston Villa with Jack Grealish and Ollie Watkins. And then my fifth form player is Hammers Rodriguez, the Everton playmaker with a fine start to the season. But if we go back to, uh, to Grealish and Ollie Watkins, they've got a great set of fixtures. They scored high against Liverpool in the 7-2 win. Um, so that's my five form players. And now if we look into my five to watch for this game week, including some differentials, we'll start with Wilfred Zaha at home to Brighton. He's my uh, one to watch for game week five. Nice home game. Uh, takes uh, free kicks, I believe, and potentially could be on penalties at Palace. Um, and then my differentials. I've gone for four differentials this week. Um, one of them being Havertz at Chelsea. Uh, he's had a pretty good uh, break with Germany. He's got a couple of assists in his uh, in a recent game. You know, he's only owned by 8.5% of, of teams. And Southampton at home this weekend. But he's in my uh, my own team and he's only got two assists in uh, the last few game weeks. But I do feel like he's due a goal. 8.5% puts him in that. You know, below 10% ownership. So, you know, he's certainly a differential for me. You know, another one who I just mentioned, Ollie Watkins, Leicester away, a really good run of fixtures after this. 3.3% ownership. You know, he's just come off a hat-trick against Liverpool and an assist also in that game. So, huge differential for me. You know, another differential is uh, Brewster, Sheffield United, record signing, Fulham at home this week, 6.2% ownership. So, very hard to uh, to look past Brewster, you know, 4.5 million as well. So it looks like he could be this season's Mason Greenwood. But again, you know, he's coming from from Liverpool, but he did spend last season in the Championship. It is a you know a division below the Premier League. So whether or not he can uh, carry on that form is is to be seen. You know, my last uh, differential is going to be uh, the one and only Gareth Bale. You know, I've been waiting and waiting for weeks to. Uh, to really talk this guy up, being a being a massive Spurs fan, and at 0.4% ownership, you know, I'm not sure if he's going to be the one for this week. Like he's been looking impressive in training, he's been scoring a lot of goals, he's been posting it on on his Instagram of him putting putting the uh, the ball in the top corner. But um, you know, 0.4% ownership, good fixtures for Spurs in the next four weeks. You know, get get him in now or get him in you know within the next one or two weeks. You can't look past that 0.4% ownership. That's my uh, you know, my five ones to watch out for for this game week, including the differentials. So now we'll go on to my uh, three teams to watch out for this weekend. I'm going to start with Sheffield United at home to Fulham. You know, Sheffield United haven't won a game this season, but you know nor, neither have uh, neither are Fulham. So you know, I feel anyone that's playing Fulham at the moment, you've got to back the, uh, the team that's playing them. So Sheffield United at home, I feel like they're due a win. Now my next side, I'm going to I'm going to look at Chelsea at home to Southampton. Oh, I do think it's a difficult game, but you know there was a four 0 win at home to Palace for Chelsea, so um, you know I, I can't really look past Chelsea. And then my third team is my own team, Spurs, home to West Ham in a uh, in a London derby. But you know the likes of Son and Kane have been absolutely firing lately, so they're my uh, my three teams to watch out for. And lastly, we go on to the uh, the captain picks and. This week again, I've gone for my own uh, my own team with Harry Kane. I've gone for Son. You know, Kane been on absolute fire this season, the highest point scorer as a uh, as a striker. Huming Son absolutely on fire again, a double at Old Trafford and an assist last time out. You know, I'm also going to be looking at a guy who I mentioned a lot on the on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, Raheem Sterling. Like I, I know he's got a niggle, 
Uh, he's got a bit of yellow on him at the moment, so he's about 75% chance to play. But, you know, he, he hasn't played in the uh, in the England internationals. So Raheem Sterling, I think, put the armband on him if, uh, you know, the news comes in good after the press conferences and especially if Kevin De Bruyne is out as well. And another one I'm going to go with, I, I did hear some uh, some rumours from our uh, very own Elliot Craig about some potential, you know, COVID-19 issues with Bruno Fernandes. But you know, I'm going to put him down as a, as a captain pick away at Newcastle. Again, as we always always say with uh, Man United, there's always a chance of a penalty. So I think uh, Fernandes is another one for uh, captain choice. And then my, uh, my last one again is, as I say every week, Mo Salah. He's just come off the back of a double away at Villa. You know, they still lost the game and he still scores a couple of goals. So, captain picks Kane, Son, Sterling, Bruno Fernandes, if we get the uh, the go-ahead that he's going to play. And uh, Mo Salah are my captain picks for game week five. All right, so we've got our uh, scout 11 for game week five. It was a very tough pick this week. There's a lot of close games. This is within the uh, 100 million budget as well. So, as you can see, there's 10 players playing at home. You know, we'll start with the goalkeeper. I've got Ramsdale from Sheffield United. You know, they've not hit the heights of last season yet, Sheffield United, but at home to Fulham, can't really look past uh, past a Sheffield United goalkeeper this week, which is why I've also gone with Bulldog in defence, attacking fullback, nice home game. I've gone with uh, Castagna at Leicester. He's hit points in every single game week this week, but I won. Nice home game, gets forward. Uh, I've gone with uh, one from my own team. He's a bit of differential as well, actually. The, uh, the Spanish guy, Regulon. Uh, West Ham at home. I think after his performance at Old Trafford, he's he's going to nail down that that left fullback spot. How, how did going, he go? How did, how did he go on international duty? He did get a bit of a knock. They they say in the first game, but he did get the all clear from the doctors, so he's fully fit to play this weekend. Um, they lost this morning, didn't they? Spain. They lost one. Yeah, yeah, they did. I know he played in the uh, the first game for forty five minutes and looked quite impressive, but. He come off with a bit of a uh, bit of a knock, had the ice pack on, but he's been given the all clear. And again, I think we're seeing a bit of Mourinho mind games. Um, you know, we've seen it with Harry Kane in this international break. We've seen it with Son, which I know uh, Jack knows a lot about that. And uh, I think Ollie, Ollie might know about that one too. Um, so we've seen it with uh, with Son. We've seen it with Kane. We're now seeing it with uh, Regulon. We're also seeing it with Eric Dyer, who's uh, pulled out of the England game for tomorrow. So you know, we've seen a bit of these mind games. Um, you'll, you'll never know if he's played mind games with Gareth Bale because he's more, more probably going to be injured anyway, isn't he? <laughs> oh, Gareth Bale, no chance, mate. So you, you follow uh, Bale's Instagram this week, uh, this week, and mate, putting him in top corner, bottom top corner, man. anywhere, anywhere you can imagine, mate. He, uh, he's uh, he's he's not made the team this week for uh, for the Scout Eleven, but you know if he does get some minutes this weekend, I could easily see him on there next week. So I've gone for Son. You know he's well rested for two the last. A week or so, sort of ten days of, you know, international break or since a game, and um, you know I've got to get Son in there. Um, I've also gone for Havertz, who I spoke as a differential. I've, I've not been too impressed with him for Chelsea, if I'm being honest. But no. you know, I I did see he did uh, made a couple of assists for Germany, and I feel like five games in now, you, you'd think he'd, he'd you know bag a goal. He's got a couple of assists, and um, I've also gone for Zaha, a nice home game against Brighton. I think there'll be goals. Uh, Sterling, he's got a bit of yellow there, but. You know, I think, again, that's that's uh, just a bit of a precaution and he should play against Arsenal. And then I've gone with Fernandez, who we've spoke about, potential COVID-19 casualty. I would like to see, if if he, if he is out, I'd like to probably see someone like Rashford in there. Um, 
But again, Fernandez and Rashford rotating on those penalties is what we're hearing. So, you know, I, I thought I've got to get, uh, you know, United penalty taker in there. You know, yes. we know that they uh, they love their pens, and it's all, it's all we can score at the moment. That is, that is, and um, to round it up as strikers, I've gone Brewster. He's a huge differential. He's four point five mil. I just I get a good feeling about him. Look, he's in my own personal team as well. Um, he's got low ownership. Fulham at home, I think, will be raring to go. How, how fit he's going to be, I'm, I'm not too sure, but you know, I do like him, and he, he fits within that budget. And then to round it off, you know, my man Harry Kane. He's not in my own team. I want him in my team. Um, I'm not willing to take a points hit right now, and I'm not willing to use my wild card. So he's not actually in my personal team, but he will be. Um, hopefully next week, and see how my transfers goes. But um, yeah, Harry Kane. You know, as long as he, uh, fingers crossed, doesn't get injured for England, and you know he'll, uh, he, he's certainly going to have a, a big impact. He loves to score against West Ham. Nine Premier League goals against West Ham in his career. So if you've got him in your team, you know I'd, I'd be uh, looking at him as a captain option. I've gone, Ster- I've gone Sterling on this team, um, purely just for the, uh, the midfielder and the extra points. But you know it would be a, uh, a toss up between Son, Sterling, and, and Harry Kane for me. I guess with Sterling as well, you've always, you know, you never really know what Pep's going to do these days. He's played him in that number nine role a little bit before he's experimented with that. And with Jesus and Aguero both out, you know, he could be given the nod up top and he could be the the man to fire the goals in for them. Yeah, well, that's right. And in the game against Leeds, you know, he scored and the last 20 minutes, uh, Guardiola put him in that centre forward position. He's kind of hovering on, on that left for, you know, the first hour or so of the game and you know, he got that centre forward position for the last sort of 20, 30 minutes and he did miss a really good opportunity to get a double. So, you know, I like Sterling. He does, he likes to score against Arsenal as well. So, um, yeah, for me, I think he's a he's a solid captain choice if he gets to go ahead to play. No no room for Grealish. No, no, look, no room for Grealish. Look, he, I did give him a mention in, in my five form players, but I just couldn't quite fit him in with the budget. I went for Zaha. I just thought Brighton at home for me is, is a... Is a much better fixture than Leicester away. I know Leicester just lost to, you know, West Ham at home. But if I'm going to uh, hedge my bets, it's going to be Zaha at home as opposed to a uh, an Aston Villa away. Despite despite the form, um, I think now you know we're four games in. The next few game weeks, I think we'll start to see a few uh, a few gaps evolve, and the league will kind of uh, change. I think I don't think we'll see what we saw the last the last four weeks. I think we'll see a bit of a, uh, a bit of a change in the league and the results. Yeah, you kind of you kind of think it'll settle down with. You can't to get more of them results. Listen, it'd be great for the neutrals if you're not a fan of one of them teams on the on the other end of the beating. But you think it would settle down and more, um, you know, it's down to business. Do you know what I mean? Liverpool, you can't be doing that, um, and obviously United can't be doing what they did against Tottenham either. So you kind of you kind of think it'll settle down. But listen, we love goals. Goals are great for FPL as well. So um, we'll see what happens in there. I agree. We've we've seen it all before as well. You know, down the years, some teams have a good start and then they end up. No, absolutely nowhere. I remember a famous one you know, many years ago when Hull City were, you know, in that sort of top five, six positions for the first couple of months. And then, you know, next thing you know, last day of the season, they, you know, they're, they're in a relegation scrap. And I think they managed to stay up that first year. But come the second season, they were uh, they were long gone. So, you know, I never, uh, you know, never think too much about teams that have early season form. I do like the Zaha shout as well. I mean, yeah. obviously, we took, we haven't even mentioned the Merseyside derby yet. Another massive one for Palace fans and for Brighton fans is there. It's probably the weird, weirdest derby in, in the whole of the uh, English Football yeah. League. Um, it's Crystal Palace and Brighton, but 
Zaha obviously had a lot of his career at Palace. Obviously, was there before he went to United and went back there. Loves a goal against Brighton, so I do. I don't mind that shot whatsoever. Yeah, it's a good investment as well, right? With the run of games they've got. Oh, they've, so. they've got brilliant, think, brilliant fixtures. Brilliant. Oh, yeah. Zaha's a great option, and that's a good point, Ollie, about the derby. I think a lot of people forget that you know Brighton Palace is a uh, you know seen as a derby nowadays, and um, you know that's going to be a very big game this weekend. And you, know, you mentioned the Liverpool Everton game. I've actually uh, not got anyone in my team of the week, and I did reluctantly remove Salah. Um, I couldn't quite fit him within the 100 mil and it was either him or Sterling and I, I had to go Sterling with the uh, the home game and after the thumping that Liverpool took. But, you know, there's still players from that game um, that I would like to see if I could have put them in, like your Hammers, Rodriguez's, Dominic Carvert-Lewin, uh, Mane, if he if he's OK to play. And um, we know there was a few issues with Mane last time. Jack, again, knows that one very well because uh, he had to take some oh, points hits. That? <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, so it's because I, I I still think the uh, Everton Liverpool game will will see some goals, albeit it has been a bit of a uh, a drab drab affair down the years compared to some of the other derbies. But I think with uh, VAR and uh, a lot of uh, air miles in these players' legs, we'll see uh, quite an open open game. I think we'll see some sloppy defending this weekend in that one. Great stuff from you, Matt. As always, now we're going to move on to the guest section, and we don't actually have to source anyone because the guest is coming from within our own ranks. Someone who's actually had a flying, flying start to the season. And tell you, Craig, obviously, somehow you've nabbed yourself a spot on the guest section for the first time. Obviously, you said you wanted to be here pre-season and you've made it. Um, obviously, I've known you for a very, very long time and we've had a banter about FPL for a little while. But you've never started a season as well as, as this. How have you fluked this one? I thought you were going to ask that. So, um, yeah, I don't, I've don't. i been playing FPL for, I think it's my fourth season now. I remember the first two, it was... Uh, very rocky. I remember quite a few FPL suicides in that third, uh, that second season. But you're right. I'd, I've never really get off to a good start. I remember last season I had a lot of duds in my first week uh, or so's team. But I don't know, a bit of bit of mix of luck and knowledge this season, I guess. And you know, I, I was trailing behind you for a lot of last season, and I just somehow got away from it. I played my wildcard game week three last year as well. So I really am not one to have a strong start. So I'm just hoping I can keep it up really because I feel like I'm in a good position now, but I'm not really sure where to go from here if I'm completely honest. But yeah, definitely delighted with the start that I've had. Some nerves setting in already there, huh? Not, not, too, not too sure, mate. Well, well, I'm honestly, I, you know, you take a week out of it, you know, you've got to read up on what's happened, everything, all the players that have played, stuff like that, because you never know with injuries and all that, if you know, if they've played 180 to 270 minutes of international games, which isn't very likely, but, you know, they play 90 in the Premier League, you know, these injuries happen and stuff like that. So, you know, you can never be too sure with that, but hopefully, hopefully he stays up the top there. Who, who were you taking precautions on during the international break? Who was your... He was a bit, obviously, a regular in your team. Harry Kane was the main one. I think, you know, the reports came out the other day that, you know, he wasn't 100% fit, but he came on against Belgium and that was sort of a bit of a, yes, let's go. He he's, should be all right, should be fit for the game. And I looked at De Bruyne as well. He wasn't great against England, but he played out on the right and he's also looked a bit injured, apparently. So, he's, he's I think he's got the yellow on him at the minute, if I'm not mistaken. But... You know, I'm hoping Hammers hasn't got anything wrong with him yet, so that should be all right. But I think, I think going into game week five now, is it? I think I should be injury free unless Saint Maximan keeps that yellow 
where he's a bit touch and go, but he should be all right. I think he he was yellow before the game against Burnley and absolutely tore them apart. So he can do anything. So Elliot, talking about uh, Newcastle as well, um, who would you? Who's your favourite player from your uh, from your own team, and who would you say is the uh, the best FPL asset to own from from Newcastle? If we're talking about favourite player of the team currently, I would have to say Alan Samaxi, man. I don't think you can look past it. He's easily our most exciting player. You know, he gets on the ball. We haven't really had anyone like him since Hatton Ben Arthur. So, you know, he gets on the ball. He can take a man on. He can shoot. He can dribble. He can pass. He's brilliant. I also like Fabian Shah as a centre-half. He was brilliant in uh, Rafa's second season with us, but... He's sort of been in and out of form, got sent off yesterday, but I do like them both. And then number nine up top, Callum Wilson, or number 13, actually, because you know, number nine's gone to Joel Linton this season, but we don't talk about that. He but, definitely uh, should have number 13. It's the wrong way around, surely. Yeah, definitely. But, you know, <laughs> he's <laughs> you're not wrong there but you know in I've always I've always liked him I've always liked him even when he was at Bournemouth I've, I've, I've liked him for years so as soon as I heard 20 million for him we were going to get him I was I was thrilled because we've, we've always lacked that striker I think and you know we'll just have to see how the season goes I think we're probably an injury of him away from being taken back down to reality but they're probably my three favourite players as far as FPL goes I wouldn't be going with Fabian Shaw in defence I'll be going with Callum Wilson or St Maximum to be honest they both just came off massive massive point scores against Burnley but you know hopefully they can keep it off I've still got Saint in my team I'm probably going to look at Callum Wilson after the Wolves game in game week six because we've got some nice fixtures then and he's sitting at 6.5 I think so he's definitely a bargain up top if he can get uh, keep on scoring so they're probably the two that I'd be going with in your teams What about um, Ryan Fraser because he was good for Bournemouth probably about two seasons ago in Fantasy League he took it by storm and then last season he kind of went off the radar and obviously didn't do uh, wasn't a fan uh, in, in the good books with Bournemouth fans as well come the end of the season with the way he left and joined Newcastle but yeah, what do you think about Ryan Fraser going forward for Fantasy League if he gets yeah. games, of course. Yeah, definitely. I mean, he, he's come on as a sub against Brighton. He came on as a sub against Burnley. He did manage to get an assist because Nick Pope was flapping his arms about at his legs and tripped him up for Callum Wilson, which was a little bit of FPL nostalgia for a lot of people, I think, seeing that goal Wilson assist Fraser sort of bring back uh, 17, 18 Bournemouth memories for a lot of people. But definitely, I don't see why he wouldn't. He got man of the match for Scotland midweek in one of their games. If he can, he looks fully fit now. I think that was always the issue having, you know, he sort of said after the restart, he didn't want anything to do with Bournemouth, didn't want to play for them. So Eddie Howe just went, that's all right. He's going to leave in for, on a free in the summer anyway. So if he if he starts, I don't see why he wouldn't. He's got a good left foot on him. He can cross a ball in. He's not. He's quick. He can shoot. I, I definitely don't see why not. But I'd, I'd probably hold off him, see if he plays because Steve Bruce is liking uh, playing Jeff Hendrick over him at the minute, which is uh, definitely a controversial one. But you know, if if he can move Saint back onto that right side, which he probably prefers, and move Fraser on the left, Wilson, Fraser and St. Maximum doesn't sound like a bad front three and then Joel Linton in behind, you know, just to top it off for the cherry. We see, we see a team there just to the right of us at the minute and uh, you're absolutely fine. You demolish the average and you're sitting on a pretty decent overall rank as well. It's got to be the highest that you've ever had, surely. I think so, definitely. I think, was it inside the 60,000, 70,000 so far? 
I believe that's what it is. It's definitely my best. I think my best finish ever was would have been, I want to say last season. I think it was top 600,000. So I'm hoping, aiming for top 400, 500,000 this season. Hopefully I can keep it up and, you know, break a new record. But I, I don't think you can go back and see where you finish. So that's just off the top of my head. So I'm yeah. not really sure. But you can, you can see. You can. So you can um, log on and it will give you your uh, history on the uh, on the desktop. So looking at your team, Elliot, um, you also lost couple of points as well in defence. So you did well. You got minus, was that a minus two for Van Dyke and a minus one for Trent? Yeah. So you did pretty well. Yeah, I, I, you know, as soon as I put the armband on Salah and I'm seeing all these Aston Villa goals in, I'm going like, oh, brilliant. But, you know, as you as you always say, Matt, he's fixture proof. You know, whatever happens, he always comes away with a goal or an assist. Usually he's Mr. Reliable. You've got to have him in your team. Personally, I think him and 100%. Kane this season, I think, are the ones that, you know, you've, you've got to get in at some stage because they both look like they're scoring and assisting for fun. But yeah, I was I was glad with that. You know, obviously getting conceding seven from Liverpool is just not on. Hopefully it's not a routine that they're gonna get into because they'll be straight out of my team at that stage. But mm. you know, minus minus three points from that and I took a four point hit as well. So, you know, it wasn't definitely wasn't a bad game week to have and I'm very happy with that. Obviously you're you you're um outperforming Newcastle as well, Elliot. But where do you think Newcastle are going to finish? Obviously, they're tracking all right mid-table. I think they're they're surprisingly mid-table at the moment. Uh, a bit like you being surprisingly second in the competition. But where do you think your Newcastle will finish for the uh, Premier League this year? Look, I think on paper, we've got a, a brilliant... Well, not a brilliant squad, but I think we've got a, a squad that should be finishing mid-table in the Premier League, you know, around that ninth, tenth. I don't see why not, because what we've lacked for years is just that number nine that can score goals. And it looks like we've got that now. But I think, you know, it's you know, you, you don't win a game by having the better team on paper. I think tactics, fatigue and all that comes into it. And I think, you know, Steve Bruce did a did a, an average job last season. I definitely think we got lucky on a lot of occasions. But, you know, I think if we had a, a better manager, we'll say, I think we would be finishing around that mid-table. I think it would be who who do you want? Who do you want? Bruce has done wonders for you with that team that he had. What I who think do you want? Eddie Howe would be the man that I would go for. I think he'd do absolute wonders with our squad. Obviously, he already knows Wilson and Fraser. I think you know it's easy to look at the results that we got last season and the shocks and whatever, and think Bruce has done a brilliant job. And to his credit, you know I thought we would get relegated last season, so he outperformed me. I was always like, oh, it's going to be going to be a long, long season, but. You know, I'm not one to complain too much, but we've had, you know, West Ham and Bright and Burnley were two games that we, we probably, I'd say we dominated, which, you know, we don't often do. So if he can keep that up and uh, remove a bit of the, the Brighton and Spurs football that we played against them, then, you know, mid-table probably be a shout, but hopefully he can keep it up. I'm rooting for him. You know, he's the manager. You've got to back him. So I hope he does well. So And for 10th, he can keep his job, yeah? Well, if he can keep us up, he can keep his job. But, you know, we'll just have to see how things go, to be honest. But Eddie Howe will definitely be my manager of choice. But, you know, Bruce is doing all right for now. So you can't you can't stop him. So, Elliot, in terms of the four of us here, obviously, you, you think you rate yourself as a good FPL manager. Your uh, head slightly growing a little bit with the second place you're in at the minute. The ego's rising a fair bit. So, uh, fair play. I think it deserves to be. But in terms of us four, do you reckon you'll be the... Uh, Top of the pops after the season finishes. 
As much as I'd like to say yes, I'd like to say that I'd finish on top of you and Jack, but you know, <laughs> you know, you don't know how these things are going to go. But I think the guru will edge it over me this season, definitely. I think, you know, he's very fixated on the long game and he's definitely said up to that fifth game week, he was planning his squad and stuff like that. So I think he's really going to kick into a little bit of form now. So I'm a bit worried about my position on the uh, in the league table now. But, you know, if I can finish above you for the second season in a row, Ollie, that would be. I'll be a win in my eyes and I'm aiming for the top 20 in that league this year. So, you know, hopefully that's where I can finish and have a good FPL season. Obviously, goals without saying, best of luck to you. Thanks for coming on the guest section and uh, hopefully many happy returns the rest of the season. Thank you, mate. So now on to the draft section of the podcast and Jack is smiling from ear to ear because he is top of the pops. Those words are coming out of my mouth. Don't adjust your sets. <laughs> Is real. The only thing that's first place, boy, is not top of the ladder. He's top of the league. He's got one point clear of Matt in second. I'm in third with a heavyweight clash against Matt. So if I can win that, then who knows? That might shake up the league. Uh, the Mac lads, obviously a band from the 80s, but also in reference to uh, Macclesfield Town, which um, sadly this morning were revealed are no longer a club. They've been reformed to Macclesfield. So another great bit of work that the EFL are doing. But he's in fourth. Um, Sean Abiobi Kenobi, second in the Classic League, he's fifth in the Draft League, so he needs to pick up his game. I guess we can give him a bit of a pardon off the back of his good Classic form. And we've got David in sixth, James and Rolando, all without wins. Let's see if they can pick up their first points of the season and get their ball rolling. Onto the fixtures, I did just talk about a second versus third class between myself and the Guru. If I can win that, then I'll be absolutely buzzing. Um, oh, we've also got David coming up against the Mac lad, so if... Um, well, man can win that, then he'll be flying. We've also got James Rolando, so one of those teams will get off the mark. Obviously, it's the, the basement battlers here on the bottom of the league. So one of those <laughs> will open up their season with a win. And Elliot and Jack. So um, one's been talking themselves up in classic and the other talking themselves up in draft. So who's going to prevail? Oh, that's going to be a tough one. There's a few <laughs> pictures it's, here. It's be an exciting, I'm excited for this one. Uh, Ollie, I'm excited. I think uh, Elliot's been obviously talking himself up. He's been a guest this week on the on the Classic League. I'm not too sure he knows what he's doing in the draft. And you know, I'm going I'm going for back a hat trick of wins. I'm going to go for three on the bounce this week. I know Matty Matty fancies himself the guru in here as well, the Delhi Tubbies. But I think the draft's my game. I picked I picked I picked well. Put a few transaction requests in to strengthen the team as well. So I'm um, no, I'm looking forward to it and. Uh, you know, only time will tell after game week five this weekend how we go. Yeah, I think I think I think uh, Jack needs to realise there's still uh, you know another what 33 game weeks left if you include <laughs> this one. So, um, but look, now nah, he started well. My guy, I'm a bit worried about my fixture this weekend against Ollie. You know, he didn't. He had a very very. You had a poor poor one last week, didn't you? It was, you know, I had a, a monster score of 89 points. So. I'm a bit worried that maybe it's, you know, I've used all my uh, my points up and I'm I'm looking at my actual side and I'm not really seeing where, you know, I'm going to get the points from. But then again, I've, I've not actually seen your uh, your 11. So, um, you know, it can always just sort of come down to who you're playing on the day and, and the fixtures for that week. So, um, yeah, I've got, I'm a little bit worried just that you're, uh, you've got a point to prove this week, mate. Look, I do. I think you tripled my score last week. So, you know... <laughs> You know, we said, we said that coming up against the coming the dad was like the Fulham. I'm now the Fulham, so I've got a point to prove. And to do it against you would be would be pretty nice because it would 
put me up into at least up into second. If I can have a smashing win, I might be able to dislodge um, Jack off the top. I don't think that's going to happen. But if it does, I'll be a happy bunny coming in next week. Um, I'm, I'm, I know I've got a point to prove. It's funny because I was saying to this about, about FIFA. I'm the worst FIFA player in our little group of mates. And I always like, I've always got a point to prove. I always want to win games. And this week, it's the same in FPL because I, I need to win this week. I need to bounce back. I, I even won last week. But I had a shocker. I had 20-odd points or whatever it was. Um, I can't even remember now because I want to get that out of my system. And I want to get a win. This week needs to be a win. And if I can get one, then, then we're looking all rosy. But if I lose, it's back to the pack. So should be a good game. Looking forward to it. Likewise. Not so fancy, now, Elliot. <laughs> I've, I haven't spoken this whole time. I'm a bit nervous, to be honest. You know, I've, I've, I've checked <laughs> my draft you, team. Wait, and, wait for you to chip in there, mate. <laughs> yeah, well, I was keeping my mouth shut. Draft, you know, as, as Matt was saying, it's, it's a long game. It's not a short game still, but... You know, I've, I've looked at your team, I've had a look at mine, and I'm, you know, I'm just going to sit back and take this week how it is. Anything above, you know, last week's score is, is, is improvements. We'll improve by the week and, you know, we'll see where we end up on the table come the end of the season. Nice. Any tra- any transactions this week from anyone? Anyone uh, done any business? I think I've, I've put a request in. Whether I get them yep. will be a different story, but I have put a request in. As a mid-table team, a low-ranked team, you should you should be able to get one of them. Uh, yeah, get one of them quite quickly. <laughs> um, I've not done anything this week as of yet. That is subject to change. I want I want to bring in some reinforcements for the uh, for the heavyweight um, title bout against them um, against Matt. So I might look to bring someone in, or I have absolutely no idea who that's going to be yet. I'm going to surprise myself as much as I'm going to surprise Matt. I think that's my plan. If I if, if Matt if I don't know who I'm gonna go with, neither is Matt. So there's my plan. I think um you know, I think Jack's got the uh, the top he he's top at the moment, so he'll be the uh, the last in terms of draft picks. So you know what you wanna do if you're bottom, you wanna try and take all the uh, the best players you can now whilst you uh you know you're in line to, to pick them up. But you know, me personally, I'm not sure if I'm gonna make any changes. I'm liking I'm not liking my uh my fixtures for my my lineup this weekend, but I'm liking my actual team in in terms of the long run. So I don't know if I want to uh, you know unbalance it for uh, just for uh, for one week. So um, you know, I'm not too sure. But again, you know I do keep my uh, my transactions under wraps. So you know even if I've done one, I, I wouldn't say. Fair play. Now um, out of the four games, out of the four games we've seen, obviously Elliot and Jack, Rolando, James, uh, David, Nathan, and Myself and Matt. Which reckon is the game of the week? You versus Matt, without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, second v third. I think everyone wants to see that and uh, see Ollie Walker Peel go further down the ladder. <laughs> I'm currently sharing my points last week. It was 27 I got myself, and that's the team that I had last week. I'm not going to bring up my team for this week because obviously I don't want to give anything away. But that's how I looked last week. Obviously, Patricio um, with a clean sheet was nice. Defence gave me absolutely nothing, as usual. De Bruyne with a bit of yellow, he's my main asset. So if he misses, I think I can already, uh, you know, say goodbye to those three points. The th- triple Man City asset's never nice with Pep Roulette. Yuri Tielemans has to do something. And then my strikers have been good this season in, in, in draft. The uh, one I thought was going to fire in Danny Ings didn't. The other two did oblige, though. Dominic Calvert-Lewin coming off a good international break is uh, always helpful and Neil Mopai could also get himself on the score sheet. 
Matt, how's your team looking? Or how was your team looking last week? Obviously, I had an absolutely mammoth score. Yeah. yeah, mammoth score last week. If I look at my uh, my team now, um, look, I've got I've got Salah in there. So you know, like if if De Bruyne doesn't play for you, um, and Salah plays, and that's a huge uh, early advantage for me because you know Salah is like the man to have in uh, him and De Bruyne are probably the two key players in in fantasy league. And if De Bruyne doesn't play one week and Salah does, then you know, I should be uh, you know already. Uh, Looking to uh, to be ahead of you. My actual team, I've got Ollie Watkins in there, who obviously smashed it for me last week or a couple of weeks ago now. Um, away at Leicester, Callum Wilson, home to United, smashed it for me last time as well. Hammers Rodriguez, who else have I got in here? Uh, I've got Larice and Matt Doherty. Matt Doherty might not actually get a start, but um, I've actually got Van Dyke on my bench, actually. That's a bit controversial for this week. Um, I didn't think I'd say that, but I've got Nelson Semedo, Mitchell, and Doherty as my uh, as my back three. Um, I've got Dean Garner from uh, West Brom at home to Burnley, so I'm kind of uh, got a bit of hope that he might might grab a goal on that one. So goalkeepers, I've got the uh, Crystal Palace goalkeeper uh, Guaita up against Larice. I've gone for Larice, although Palace are very tight at the back. I just feel Spurs were were overdue a clean sheet, so. I've got a nice team on, on paper, but um, yeah, I sometimes find it. I've got like Salah and Rodriguez in the same game, so I'm going to need goals uh, from both teams to, to get anything from them. Um, I've got Antonio in there as well, actually. So um, look, if if, uh, if we do concede against West Ham, then obviously I don't want it to happen. But if, if we do, then as long as it's him that scores. But um, yeah, team, team's looking quite good. I just had a quick peek at your your team before Ollie and um I am a bit like you said before I am a bit worried about uh Malpe and uh Calvert Lewin they're probably and Ings they're probably the three I'm, I'm really worried about for you um but like, if De Bruyne doesn't play then um I'm quite confident that Salah will, will come away with at least a goal so now to the point of the podcast where we're going to go over each other's teams and see the plans that we have made on our obviously through the guest section we went through Elliot's teams so we're not going to go through that at length as we usually would. So we're going to match straight to you. A bit of yellow there I see on your team. Are you going to be trying to solve that or going somewhere else? Look, last game week, I had yellow on uh, St. Maximum, Son and Richarlison. And they uh, I, I got results from Son and St. Maximum. And Richarlison, he, he did start that game, although he did come off injured. So now I'm going to stick with my guns again. I'm not going to uh, make any fire sales. Um, looking at my team this week, it's probably... Uh, Signs that the, the long game is slowly starting to pay off, albeit it's still only uh, you know five game weeks in. But I finally got some bench players. I've got Samedo and Mitchell on the bench, and I've still not decided whether or not I'm going to bring them in. Not 100% certain on my lineup. I'm sticking in terms of transfers as well. I'm, I'm tempted to actually not make a transfer this week. So um, unless Sterling is is 100% ruled out, um, I might actually just save up the. Uh, the two transfers for next week because my plan is to uh, to bring in Harry Kane. So I'm going to give Havertz another game week. If he does perform, I'll probably keep him. If he doesn't perform, he's coming out. Probably downgrade uh, Havertz to sort of a five and a half, six million, you know, pound range midfielder, and then I'll uh, swap Richarlison for Kane, and then I'll probably then revert to a, a four at the back with Tomato, Alexander Arnold, Justin, and and you know Mitchell or Doherty. So. Um, look, this is probably the first time I've actually had a lot of options in my team. I'm still not sure 
who to play. I'm liking Mitchell at home to Brighton, but if Matt Doherty gets the nod, I'm liking him at home to West Ham. And Alexander-Arnold just coming off the back of seven uh, goals shipped, but it's hard to to, uh, to bench him because he does take free kicks. He takes corners. Um, so I just feel, you know, the one week you put him on the bench, he'll end up getting a goal or, or a goal and assist or, or whatnot. So he can get points even if they do concede goals. Um, yeah, I've got James Justin in there. I've got him over Mitchell and Samedo at the moment. But again, I'm still not too sure because like Villa are you know, free scoring at the moment. And I've got my uh, my man Brewster, who I've had all season. He's finally not in a Liverpool shirt and he's got Fulham at home on his debut. Can ask for a better fixture. Um, and then captains, I've gone Son. And I am, although he's had a break, I'm a little bit worried because he's not scored at home for us this season. So, um, you know, he got the uh, the blank against Newcastle where he did hit the bar in the post. He come off with the uh, mysterious injury at halftime. And then we had the game against Everton where he didn't score. But then he's got the uh, the double against or the four goals against Southampton and the two goals against Man United and the assists. So I think for me, he's... He's my favourite, but I'm a bit sceptical because we he's uh, he's not scored at home, and I've got the vice captain on Salah. So, look for now. I'm I'm going to say that I'm not going to make a transfer, but you know I'll listen listen closely to the uh, press conferences on Friday, and if uh, if I hear any sort of bad news with Sterling um, or any of my other players, then or one of my uh, premium options anyway, then I uh, then I might need to do a transfer. But for now, I'm thinking about doing the old save two transfers because. Effectively, to save two transfers, I could then maybe take a minus four hit next week, have three transfers, and it's kind of like a mini wild card. So, um, yeah, look, that's uh, that's my uh, my kind of plan. Um, but look, we'll see how we go. Quickly over to my side of the story. I've actually got similar plans to Matt. Well, they were, they all had on on uh, Kevin De Bruyne in midfield. Obviously, got a decent fixture against Arsenal at home. So. I'll be watching the press conferences as well just to see whether he will play. If he doesn't, I might have to move him on, depending on how severe the injury is. Or I could just keep hold and roll over. My plan is to roll over. My plan always was to roll over. Obviously, a bit of yellow also with Tarek Lamptey down there at Brighton. So there's a bit of an issue there. I've got reinforcements on the bench. Likes of uh, there. He might have to come on. Lamptey, if need be. Um, but obviously the Chelsea fixture for Southampton, obviously triple Southampton assets, not great. I knew this would be a problem, but as a negotiator, because they've got decent fixtures after this Southampton, you can see on the screen there, Everton, Villa, Newcastle and Wolves are all threes in the FDR. So I'm not really too worried about that too much. And uh, obviously at the top, I'm thinking of captaining either Harry Kane or Mohamed Salah. Obviously Salah loves to score in a Merseyside derby. Um, obviously, it was a nil-nil there last season at Goodison Park. So I think I'm going to steer away and I'm going to go with Harry Kane. Loves a good London derby. West Ham aren't in the greatest form despite a 4-0 win over Wolves earlier in the season. I think I'm going to captain Harry Kane. He's projected to get me 29 points as is, as my captain pick. So I don't think I could really go wrong there. I think I'll be giving Harry Kane the armband. And um, I think Salah will get my advice before the game week. But all those plans could change if Kevin De Bruyne is ruled out. Jack? How are you planning to attack this game week? Well, I want to, I want to carry on the form from last week. Um, well, from game week four, sorry. Um, but I've got... I am waiting, obviously, after the, the rest of the international games 
um, are played out. Look towards that press conference, and then I'm, I'm thinking I'll play my wild card if I'm honest, lads. Um, I'm, even though I've, I've, I've hit a big, I've hit some good form. My defence, I'm not happy with because like Reese James, I think he's going to be out of the team for a while now. Um, I'm just not too confident. Uh, Frank's going to keep him with Chilwell left back, even though Chilwell's got an injury. But then Aspicoleta um, in right back. If he's playing a four at the back, Reese James isn't going to get a look in, is he? Just depends what Frank does on that one. Um, and holding against City, obviously, it's not looking great. And my bench is pretty weak. My midfield is obviously quite strong, but with William, I think, it, like I say, he's not there. Uh, I think he'll get rotated out. He's obviously started pretty well, but gone quiet. And then De Bruyne and Sterling. I didn't really want Sterling in my team, but I had no choice last week on game week four. But, um, you know, with the guru backing him up a fair bit, I might obviously keep him in now. But I'm dying to get. Son, Kane, and Zaha in. So if I want them, I'm going to have to uh, uh, play the wild card. I think so. We'll see how that goes, and obviously you'll have to tune in next week to see if I did play that one in the end or not. Might be a bit of a panic last 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 second one, depending on what happens with injuries, of course, or and fitness at the press conference. So Jack's fans are all up in the air now. Just quickly to round off the FPL podcast. For the week, we're just going to step away from FPL ever so slightly and we're going to have a bit of a Premier League focus. So, just quickly, we've got um, the, our manager of the season so far. Uh, so, we want each one quick nominee from each person. I'll take the obvious one so far, and I want to say Carl Ancelotti did my manager of the season for Everton. Jack, who have you seen as uh, impressive from the dugout? I think I've got to agree with you, Carlo Ancelotti's coming and he's, he's looked great. So, you know, he's um, he's an absolute master, he's a genius. So, if he carries on the way he's going, Ancelotti all the way. Elliot, over to you. Any different opinions? Well, Ancelotti's the obvious choice. I think Dean Smith as well from Aston Villa, he's, he's got off to a good start with with them. You know, they've, they haven't lost yet this season. They've only conceded two goals coming from Liverpool, which isn't bad by any means. But I also think, as an outside shout, it might sound a bit silly, but I think Jose Mourinho has really managed that Spurs squad quite well recently with the mass amount of fixtures they've had. You only have one, Elliot. Pick one. Come on. Can't pick them all. It has to be Carlo Ancelotti. Matt, are we going for a clean sweep for um, the Italian? Look, it's hard not to say Ancelotti... David Moyes, yeah, I think, done, done well Mourinho. in the last couple of games. <laughs> Mourinho as well, but I can't take away a team that's that's won their first four. So, you know, for now, I'm going to go Ancelotti, but, you know, I will say, let's let's see how we're looking in the, you know, 10 or 15 games time. But for the first four, Ancelotti, 100% four wins from four. Next thing on the agenda, first manager stats. I think Scott Parker is the one for me. Obviously, he did really well getting Fulham back up from the championship last season through the playoffs, but I don't think he can hack it. And obviously we saw with Slavisi Kanovic and Fulham's last spell, the owners do like to pull the trigger if they don't start well. So Scott Parker is the first manager to get the axe from me. Jack, any other managers you see other than Ole? Um, <laughs> Ole, the rumours going around about Poch coming in, obviously they're getting stronger each week, but... I think, um, yeah, Scott Parker, as good as he looks on the sideline in his suit and his, uh, his shirt, I think uh, Scott Parker will be the first one out. Elliot, any uh, any other news? Uh, any other opinions? Do you reckon it will be Scott Parker or are you looking elsewhere? 
Yeah, look, I think it's got to be Scott Parker for me. He was very vocal or, or in press conferences about, you know, they didn't get the players and they wanted. So I think the, the owners won't be too big fans of that. And I think he'll probably be the first one out the door, to be honest. And uh, Matt, to round off, any other opinions? Look, I'm surprised with all the uh, the Parkers because Fulham didn't really get too long to sign players. Um, but, you know, you, you kind of sway me towards Parker a little bit. Um, look, I was going to say Frank Lampard based on um, some early season form Good for shout. Chelsea. But yeah. they did win, you know, they did win recently. So um, I think for him, it's more where he ends up because they've spent a lot of money. Look, I'm not going to go Scott Parker because... He's a he was a good player for Spurs, and my nan is a a big Fulham fan, so I'm going to go with Oli Gunnar Solskjaer. It's going to be oh, a first man to get fired, especially if uh, especially if Newcastle win win this weekend. But I don't want it to happen because I don't want to see uh, I don't want to see Potch at, at United. I think the whole league wants Solskjaer to stay in the job, if I'm completely honest. Yeah, I don't think they want Pochettino coming in with that Man United squad at all. Yeah. No. Bang on the Norwegian PE teacher. And uh, just very quickly to round off, best summer signing. Uh, I think for me, James Rodriguez, I know I'm taking all the obvious ones, but I'm loving what they're what he's doing down there at Goodison Park, the Colombian coming in and he's set the Premier League alight. Any differential transfer shouts, or is it all about James? Um I'll take I think Ben Chilwell. He's going to be a cracking player for Chelsea. I think he got. I think they got him quite cheap, to be fair, as well. And if he starts off like he, he did in that first game, um, I think he'll be flying. So I'll say something a bit different and say Ben Chilwell. He's up there for me as well. I think he'll be great. Elliot, are you going for the tune? Obviously, a bit of action down there at St James's Park. You saw people coming in on helicopters. <laughs> bit extravagant. Anything from, from down there? Or are you looking elsewhere? You have absolutely read my mind, mate. If I'm not saying Hammers Rodriguez, you can't look past Callum Wilson, in my opinion. Four games, four goals. You know, it's what you bought him for. He's 20 a million pounds. Yeah. You He's know, Premier League proven. Yeah, I think, you know, if you're not going to go Hammers, who's the obvious shout, Callum Wilson, for me, probably. Callum Wilson to the two in a helicopter. Don't you just love to see it? And now, Matt, finally to you. We know exactly what you're going to say here. <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't played a minute yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's got to be Gareth Bale. Oh, <laughs> but shock! But that, that's that. That's that, that. I'm looking at it from the uh, the bigger picture, the overall uh, for the full season. He doesn't just bring stuff on the pitch as well. It's his, um, you know, his presence on the training ground. If we're doing it up to now, then I'd, I'd probably look at Hammers. But if I'm going overall, um, it's Bale. I, might, I think Spurs. Like we've we've made some good signings. Hoybier is another one, but um, Does Bale count. Long signing is that is that a signing? Oh, 100 100 um look look if you want to do full transfer i'm actually going to say hoybier from spurs because he looks like the glue in that midfield he was absolutely dominant in the uh the game against united and he's also had a good game against newcastle and i feel like they're they're those players that can be quite underrated that get signed they're not the uh the glamorous players um so if we're looking at full transfer for the for the price he was um and then uh, I'd probably say him, but if we're going, if loans count, it's Gareth Bale, hundred percent for me, and that's that. That would be uh, that would be my call, even if he did sign for a, any other team <laughs> other than Arsenal. <laughs> like I like Hammers, though I do like Hammers, but um, yeah, of course. I think I think yeah, he was the think, obvious one for everyone, isn't he? Yeah, but, yeah they'll, they'll, Everton will fade off, I think. Yeah, I just want to see if that prophecy comes true.
rounds off the end of our podcast for the week. Same time, same channel next week, Steve, if we can uh, come up on our promises. Obviously, Elliot, you've got a lot to answer for if you had a shopping uh, game week. Come this time next week. But if you're not, if you're flying, if you've, div- if you've dislodged nine glad at the top of the week, then uh, top of the table, rather, you will be obviously smiling from ear to ear. We'll have to see if that happens. For now, though, that's it for the FPL Addicts and Esports Live podcast. Join the league with the uh, code as follows. You, this is the final week you get to do it. So I'll reiterate the code one last time. It's WNZJDI. WNZJDI deadline, 23rd of October, 11.59 p.m. Lads, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll see you next week. Take care. Bye for now.